And a good Friday morning to you. Cinco de Mayo Friday is what it is today. We should do the entire show talking like this, I think. Maybe not. Anyway, good Friday morning to you. Welcome back to Brewer's Briefing. I am that crazy guy, Brooks Brewer, and I'm glad to be back with you. It's been a couple of days since I've been here, and I'm glad to be back. And I, I hope you're glad that I'm back. And anyway, we're going to do the show, do the show do the regardless. Show. And I got some feedback there. Anyway, you want to get involved in the program, do so. Give us a call or a text on the brew lines and those numbers actually one number and that's 918-756-3646 okay that's the number 918-756-3646 text or call one number does it all here at the brew and good friday morning to you don't you love fridays yes we love fridays around here absolutely do for sure and um because well it's the weekend it's here man it's been a long time coming been another long week. Still battling the stupid cold. I don't know. Mom thinks I need to go to the doctor, and I, I probably should because, gosh, dog, this thing is hanging on. It's um, it's still with me, but uh, I'm here surviving, doing my best to to get through it all. Anyway, so we'll, we'll we'll try to get through it again today. I'm trying to figure out the stupid feedback because. I, <laughs> I've got some somewhere. It's coming from somewhere. Where, where, where. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Golly. Uh, it's been a while, so I forgot how to run the show. Anyway, let's take a look at the weather forecast, see what it's doing out there. we got 59 degrees, cloudy skies. Is it ever going to stop raining? Oh, my gosh. I thought it was going to stop, and it just keeps raining and raining and raining. Anyway, going to be 82 today, partly sunny. Maybe no rain today. That's what they're saying. 82 south winds, 65 overnight. Tomorrow, sunshine and 89. I can take that. That looks good. Sunday, 88, a slight chance of a shower. They're saying not much. There's a chance of rain every day uh, in the next seven days, but it's pretty slight, so that's good. Monday going to be, looks like, 87, 88 Tuesday, Wednesday, 86, and 81 on Thursday. The chance of rain increases uh, toward the end of the week, Thursday of next week. Again, currently 59 and, what do we got, cloudy, mostly cloudy. I was looking at rainfall over the last 10 days because it just seems like rain every day so much. Hectorville got 4.2 inches over the last 10 days. Okmulgee got about uh, around 4 inches, I'd say, or something like that. Okima got 3.8 inches. Oklahoma City over here got 4.2 inches. It's a lot of rain out there. Even western Oklahoma got over two inches out of Cheyenne. Eric got an inch and a half. Way down south, let's see, they got about four inches down in the southeast. So lots of rain over the last 10 days, bunch of it showing up. I'm I'm done with it. I appreciate it, Lord. We always love the rain in Oklahoma, but we're good for a minute. Okay, temperatures around the state got 50s in the panhandle, and the hot spot is down in Bernieville, already 74. You win the prize, hands down today. Not even a question about it. What are we, 50-something? They're 74. Anyway, that is the weather. Again, 918-756-3646. Text or call loved when you call or you text in, you call in, you let us know where you're, you're listening from or just a general good morning is always great. Got a good morning from Tony this morning. Good morning. Welcome to the program. Glad to have you with us here. She says, a beautiful day in green country. Yes. It is a beautiful day in green country, and that's that's good. We love that. So, okay, where are we going to start today? I don't know. Um, 
there is a lot to talk about in the news. And we'll start it off with some of our uh, our local representatives. Uh, Mark Wayne Mullins in the news here. Senator Mark Wayne Mullen and Representative Matt Gates have introduced a bill. It's called Stand Your Ground Act, and it's something uh, we might want to look at here. It's it's kind of a, on a federal level, the Stand Your Ground. We know we have Stand Your Ground thing, but anyway, they want to kind of federalize this deal. So Florida Republican Matt Gates and Oklahoma G- GOP Senator Mark Wayne Mullen yesterday announced the National Stand Your Ground Act of 2023 to strengthen the right of self-defense at a federal level. The bill expressly disavows any duty to retreat, which would require citizens to attempt to remove themselves from a potentially violent situation prior to using force for self-defense. It further explicitly empowers individuals to use non-lethal force should they deem it necessary. What about lethal force? I'll keep you reading here. I haven't read this all yet. A person is justified in using threatening or attempting to use force Accept deadly force against another when and to the extent that the person reasonably believes that such conduct is necessary to defend himself or herself or against an aggressor's imminent use of unlawful force, the bill reads. A person who uses or threatens to use force in accordance with this paragraph does not have a duty to retreat before using or threatening to use force. So the bill establishes a higher threshold for for force but I, I want to know about the lethal force. You know, that's what I'm talking about. I mean, I, where's that? Why, do, why can't we do that? So let's keep going here. Let's see what it says. Maybe we can figure this thing out. A person is justified in using, threatening, or attempting to use deadly force if he or she reasonably believes that using, threatening, or attempting to use such force is necessary to prevent imminent death or great bodily harm to himself or herself or another or to prevent the imminent commission of a forcible felony. It continues. Okay, so that's the paragraph I was looking for. I just want to make sure that that's in there because that's what I want to know. I want to be able to use deadly force if I am imminently threatened bodily harm to me or those around me. Can I get an amen in the back? Thank you. Every American has the right to defend themselves and their loved ones from an attacker, Gates said in a press release. If someone tries to kill you, you should have the right to return fire and preserve your life. It's so simple, isn't it? It's, it's like this is just common sense. And, and the Democrats would go, no, you just need to retreat. You need to run away and hope you can get away from it. It's time to reaffirm in the law what exists in our Constitution and in the hearts of our fellow Americans. We must abolish the legal duty of retreat everywhere. Okay, so that's the whole thing. I guess the way it stands now federally, you, you have a duty to retreat. Well, that's, you may not, can always retreat far enough or right. And so you need the ability to protect yourself and your loved ones. This is like they just said in the constitution and how they want to codify it in law federally. And I'm, I'm support that. I, I can't see any reason not to support that. Anyway, I was, I was I'm glad they finally got to the deadly part because I, I I'm, I'm carrying some deadly force with me. And, and, and if I get threatened or those around me, which is, Quite likely in today's crazy world, you know what I'm talking about. You, you better be carrying. I'm telling you what, I think everybody should carry a pistol and know how to use it. In particularly, you ladies need to be carrying. I think, I just do. I think, you know, it's, it's just, I think you'd be crazy not to. That's all. 
crazy, crazy not to do it. Um. Okay, I got a, I got a, I got a little something here. I'm, I'm reading from Tony again. I hope you're going to talk about the threat to St. Francis Hospital from White House CMS to remove accreditation because of a Christian symbolic candle in their hospital chapel. <laughs> Excuse me. I haven't even heard about this, Tony. Oh, my gosh. We'll have to do a quick Google search on this. What in the H is this? You can't, yeah, I can't, I can't believe the White House would be coming in against St. Francis. Are you kidding me right now? The the hospital? Because of a, a candle in the chapel? This cannot be real. I'm sure it is, or you wouldn't, you wouldn't put it out there. Good night. That, that's got me all. All right. Somebody search that and send me the, the link to that. I'm, I'm going to read that. I'm not going to search it while we're talking, but that is, that's phenomenal. I, I know it's a big story. That is a big story. That's the kind of story I'd like to, I'd like to talk about, but I, I haven't got every, there's lots of big stories out there. I, I, you know, and so anyway, you guys can help me. You play news reporter, Google it, find the link, send it to me on the text line, 918-756-3646, and I'll send you an air guitar signed by me, okay? That's the prize for today. It's an air guitar signed by me, and it arrives instantaneously, by the way, too. It just comes right to you. And bada-boom, bada-bang, there's the article. Thank you, Tony. Here it is, Fox 23 in Tulsa. So here we go. This is, this is, I want to check this out. This is interesting. The Beckett Fund for Religious Liberty, a high-profile D.C. law firm, takes on religious liberty cases, has sent a letter to the Department of Health and Human Services on behalf of the St. Francis Health System, which we all know and love in Tulsa. At the issue is the hospital system request for an appeal and reconsideration from the Centers for Medical and Medicaid Services that would allow them to continue on longstanding practice of burning a sanctuary candle in its chapels. Sounds serious. Since St. Francis opened back in 1960, they say their health system has had a sanctuary candle with what's called a living flame in its chapel. Excuse me. Stand by one. <laughs> Good night. We're pressing through. A living flame in its chapel is a sign of the living presence of Jesus. St. Francis is a Catholic hospital system. Okay. It's been okay up until now. Now what? They were recently issued a citation during the reaccreditation process, which they tried to appeal. This entire issue revol resolves, excuse me, revolves around their use of a lighted candle in the chapels. Tony, you were right. This has never been a problem before. This has been approved by the fire marshal, said Lori Wyndham, vice president and senior counsel for the Beckett Fund. So fire safety uh, seems to say it's okay. St. Francis takes fire safety very seriously. Wyndham said the candle is inside a glass holder, which is inside another glass holder and under a brass cover up on the wall. All right, sounds pretty safe. They've had their living flame burning for many years without a problem, so we're not sure why it's all of a sudden being an issue, being cited. In a letter from the Centers for the Medicare and Medicaid Services dated April 20th, there's a reference to the use of a lighted candles, which states that such candles 
must be placed in a substantial candle holder and supervised at all times they are lighted. But according to the information gathered by the Joint Commission and survey, found that there was a lit candle with open flame burning unattended 24-7. CMS recommends that the hospital system engage on a plan correction to address what they call a deficiency. Wyndham says there's never been an issue in the past. In her letter to HHS, she writes, the citation is inconsistent with the applicable fire safety rules with which St. Francis complies. The false choice put to St. Francis violates the Religious Freedom Restoration Act and the First Amendment. This is a sanctuary candle that has been lit with living flame for many years. They've taken down many steps to make sure it's safe. This was not a danger to anyone. This is just an expression of faith. Fox 23 reached out to CMS for comment and have not heard back. Late Wednesday afternoon, we received an email from the Beckett Fund saying that they are in talks with HHS and that they'll send an update when it becomes available. So anyway, th- this probably has absolutely nothing to do with fire safety, right? It's just it's the satanic Biden administration and all those progressive folks up there that are Satanists coming against some Christian symbolism because they can't, because they have some some idiot up there, some bureaucratic bonehead with you know whatever kind of power they have. And they're trying to wield it against this Catholic institution, St. Francis hospital system. And the fire safety people say, it's fine. I mean, you know, it's in all these glass, 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 brass, blah, blah. been burning since 1960. And it's safe. Anyway, interesting stories. Tony, thanks for sending that in. That's, uh, that's fascinating. I, d- I didn't know if they were going to say it was too religious or something. And they're coming against it for that reason, but that's, that's got to be the underlying tendencies and you know intimations here, no doubt. Oh, uh, yes, interesting stuff. Well, keep us posted on that. That's uh, that's fascinating. That's fascinating. Let's see. Looks like I got to put my mask back on today. Yeah, I'll warn you guys. I I still have the cough. All right, so you might wanna, you might want to don the mask. You'll have to put it. You know, you have to put it on to listen to the program. See, I, I guess I, can, I see. I already lost one listener online when I started hacking right there. They gone. Whoo, we out of here. I can see how many are listening online. Anyway, come back. Put your mask on. I've got a uh, a little screen over my mic. If that makes you feel any better. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. So it says here. So one of the listeners says. Uh, um. They probably have to hire a couple of armed guards to watch the candle 24-7, you know. Keep it, you know, keep it safe. Guard it. Watch it at all times. <sighs> anyway, that's 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 uh that's awesome right there. What else do we have in the world of news? We have more stuff. We have absolutely breaking stuff. Um John Solomon, I think he's a great re- uh, reporter. John Solomon with just the news, and he's got a an email between former CIA director John Brennan and former CIA director Mike Morrell. Brennan was under Obama, and Morrell was under the Bush camp or the uh, Biden campaign. Anyway, there's 
There's this email. Well, I'll just let. I'll just. I'll hang just, on. I, I, where is that coming from? I can't play the computer if that is not going to work properly. I don't have anything playing the brew. I don't know what's happening. I wanted to play John Solomon for you because he's good. But I get this feedback thing going on. And I'm going to check one setting in the, uh, in the, in the system here. Stand by. Talk amongst yourselves. Staying on. Hang on. Output. Input. Input main. Output needs to be main. I'm going to try that right there. I think that's going to do it. And it did. <laughs> I'm so proud of myself. All right. So here's John Solomon talking about this letter. But right before the debates, too, between Trump and Biden. And it's not coming on. Unbelievable. Okay, that didn't solve a daggum thing. Golly, I was so proud of myself. And uh, nothing wrong. Didn't even, didn't help a thing. All right, I'll tell you what we're going to do. <laughs> we'll take a commercial break. See if we can fix this. And we'll come back and play it for you. Bye-bye. is our time. Welcome back. I think we got her fixed. And I, I did fix the other stuff jumping in here. Hey, it's been a few days. I forgot. I had to run the show. That's what makes the show interesting because you never know what, what kind of screw-ups we're going to have from day to day. You just never know. Have a single de mile to you. And by the way, it's Friday, single de mile. And I hope you have a fantastic Friday. We'll get some tequila today. Some tacos. Are you going to have tacos, huh? Tacos. El Tapatio tacos. The best. Yeah. I love it. Okay, John. Talk to me about this. About this. About this. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh my. There it is. There it's it back. Is. I thought I had it. I was. I, <sighs> oh, my God. Okay. I'm just going to tell you about it. <laughs> anyway, I sound like a smoker. <laughs> Hacking. Um, John Brennan and they, 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 he asked John Brennan to sign this letter, this, the, which we know something about. All these CIA people and all these that the Hunter Biden laptop was Russian disinformation. They knew damn well it was not. They knew it. And they they, they convinced all of these uh, intelligence officials to go ahead and sign this letter, and then they put it all out there in the news that this was Russian disinformation. And so during the debate, they could complete, oh, this has been debunked, it's Russian disinformation, there's nothing to the laptop, blah, 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 blah. Here's the letter with 51. Are you going to go against 51 intelligence officers? And you're telling me you, 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 this is the reputation of all of these fine standing American citizens who know what's happening in the intelligence community. They say this laptop is nothing more than Russian disinformation. And that is it. It's a ploy and you're falling for it, Mr. Trump. God, can you can you believe that? The wickedness and 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 the un-American, un, unpatriotic tactics that they are willing to go to 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 just win at all cost. It makes no difference how bad they have to cheat to try to win. They there's there's no limit to it. That we know that. The question is, what will Republicans do to counter? I, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to resort to cheating. You can't go into their, you know, slime pit and become swamp creatures like them to win. 
but we have to get better at the uh, at the election process, early voting. I was at a luncheon yesterday at the state capitol here in in uh, Oklahoma City. There was there's a luncheon that the the faith leaders of our uh, there's a group faith leaders here in Oklahoma City and they meet on a regular basis with uh, folks, other faith leaders, and then they talk to some politicians that will come to the luncheon and discuss, you know, what's happening in politics, what bills you have, and et cetera, et cetera. This came up yesterday a little bit about how we're going to win. Uh, and there's a few bills floating around. Uh, they're not gigantically, uh, if they even get ever passed, can make that much difference really. But uh, we, we do have to get better at it. I, I'm not sure exactly what we have to do better. I don't know. It's above my pay grade. I'm only a, a, a radio guy, amongst other things, <laughs> several other things. Uh, but we got to do something better <laughs> because they they know how to cheat, and they're they're pretty damn good at it. You know what I'm saying, right there? Absolutely. Okay. All right. Let's let me see what what is this? I've got a text here. It's a long one, I, but I know who it's from, and it's probably going to be good. Biden and all those leading, it says this in the text here from one of our listeners, Biden and all those leading this world are the Nephilim of our generation. Raise your hand if you know what the Nephilim are. Okay, I see. Let's see how many, small group. Other topics, who in the hell let that monster out of prison when they knew he was speaking to an underage child on a legal cell phone while he was in prison? Whomever they are, they have blood on their hands, talking about the Henrietta situation, of course. Um, and, 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 you know, there was some new news coming out about that this morning. I don't know if you saw that or not, that, uh, there was a reporter got inside and there was all kind of, uh, sex toys and all kind of weirdness going on down there. It's, it is, it is a disaster. Um, you know, we talked some about it. Of course, the guy served, I guess, 16 years from convicted rape, got out. But yeah, he was sexting in prison, and uh, and and you know, there's so much around this deal. Obviously, I don't even know where to go. Um, and there are, I did see, matter of fact, this morning, if I can get my little fingers on it, where did it go? Scott Fedgetter, our representative in the this this is fifteen. He's got something on this deal. Scott, where'd you go, buddy? Where is my email that had you in there let me try this again let's see oh no here it's over here fetgetter to initiate protection laws representative scott fetgetter republican book 2019 secured passage of a law to protect sexual assault victims from their predators he's now pursuing legislation to better protect potential victims house bill 1881 was named kaylee's law after a constituent in fetgetter's house district 16 it directs the courts to issue orders of no contact from people convicted of sexual abuse or exploitation crimes to their victims. It was named for a young woman who received a birthday card, pictures, and newspaper clippings talking about how beautiful she had grown up to be from the man accused of sexually assaulting her while he was serving time in prison. So um, let's see if I can get to the rest of this. Come on, load up. Does this computer know that I'm doing a radio show or not? Because it's just kind of like being slow. I think it's just kind of doing this on purpose. And it's not loading. That's the problem right there. We can do it this way. And let's go, oh, let's go here and the pages. 
There it is. Um. Anyway, so he is obviously all over this deal. I, I talked to Scott yesterday, as a matter of fact, uh, at the luncheon thing. He wasn't there. I was talking to him about it, but he he was on his way to give some interviews about this whole thing yesterday. Of course, in in, in our district, and uh, it's it's so horrific. It, it is is beyond uh, comprehension, really. And it's all over, of course, international news, and there's lots to talk about. And you know, parents knowing where your kids are and who they're hanging with, and and all, all kind of stuff like that is obviously so much of everything starts in the home. I mean, we we just know that how kids are and who they hang with. That's it's 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 probably the most important thing you can do for your children is to monitor and and who they're, who they're hanging out with. I mean, I'm telling you, kids will become like we all become like those people we hang with. Not just kids, but kids are really, of course, more impressionable. We get old and we get you know less impressionable as the older we get. But kids are very impressionable and very, you know, anyway. So they were hanging around some bad people and got caught up in this deal. And and here we are. So anyway, good good on you, Fat Getter, for working on that kind of stuff and, and continue to do your job. You do a good job for us. We appreciate that. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right, let's see what else we have happening in the world of news. We have stuff. We got stuff. So much stuff. I'm telling you what, I tell you where people are getting out of, out of control, and that is the uh, the climate people. The climate uh, fear mongers, fear porn mongered people that are that are claiming, no, that's it's it's gotta be zero emissions and it's all coming to an end and the world's coming to an end and that whole thing. It is. It's boggling to the mind. <laughs> they they project things. They have no facts. They they don't have science on their side. But it doesn't matter. And there was a there was an exchange between John Kennedy and some some dude. And the Biden official said it's going to cost trillions of dollars. There's no doubt about it. Trillions. And John Kennedy said so. If the U.S. spent fifty trillion. To become carbon neutral by 2050, let's just say, how much is it going to reduce world temperatures? And the Biden official had he had no answer. He had no, and, and so Kennedy keeps going after him in the interview. It's five minutes long. I can't play it for you here, and I can't play it because it's feeding back anyway. But it is it is astounding to see how these people roll like they don't even know, you know, the answers to their own policies are trying to put out there, but it doesn't matter. They don't care. And it was another story in the news today. I don't if I can find it. It's in New York City. The mayor, what's her name? Hochul? Hochul? Whatever her name is. She, I know I saved that for you people. It's not here. She, they've banned gas stoves in new buildings, or I guess new construction or whatever it is in, in New York City. They banned them. No more gas stoves in New York. And now they're, that's not even enough. That's just kind of getting started, getting a little warmed up there. They're going against uh, all kinds of stuff, new buildings, and they're going to make them zero emissions. And it's going to cost trillions of dollars. And, and, and gas prices are going up like unbelievable and utility costs and Energy costs. And in Germany, they, they closed down a nuclear plant. Energy costs over there have shot up 540%. Just look at your bill 
and multiply that times 540% and see what your utility bill would become if that kind of BS happens here in the United States. And it is happening and it is coming. And these, these, these weird out of their mind, what do you say about these people that kind of put these policies out there with no way to continue life? It doesn't work. You can't plug in that many cars. I mean, you can't just do away with fossil fuels and expect nothing to happen and just save the planet. And as a matter of fact, I saw a, a study this morning. Probably it's disappeared too, knowing how my computer works. That there was this guy, they did a study in, um, where was it? New uh, Greenland, I think it was. And they, they drilled down this core of ice, 3,000 meters. I forget how deep it was. You know, they, they got this ice core, all these scientists and all this stuff. And they, they check it out. They could, they could see the temperatures of the planet over the last 10,000 years accurately. I mean, down to a, a thousandth of a degree and all this. And we're actually two and a half degrees. Um, what are we? Um, colder now than it was 10,000, 8,000 years ago. So it was hotter back then. And, and, and amazingly, the planet didn't disappear back then. Okay. And so he, I'm telling you, he goes through this whole thing. It, 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 it's, I don't know where it is. It's out there somewhere on the interwebs. Greenland ice deal climate. You can look it up. But it, it, you, you, if you do enough research, you start seeing. You cannot take what they just tell you that, you know, it's just – we're, we're going to all die if we don't get zero emissions going. And, and but yet they don't care. They, they want to put these policies in place, you know, ban gas, ban fossil fuels of all kinds, plug it in, raise it. I mean, it, it is the politicians that we put in place to rule over us as a people. What is wrong with us? I mean, we got to come back and look in the mirror a little bit. Say, what are we doing? Look at the people we put in place. To go up there and represent us and make laws and policy. Yeah. We got to look around, look at our, our friends and neighbors and go, what are you thinking when you vote for these people? And yet it happens over and over and over and over and over. And you know how it is. You try to have a meaningful conversation with somebody on the completely other side of the ideological aisle. And they, they're very passionate about their, their way of thinking and, and we got to find some middle ground, but these, these kind of policies, man, we, we can't just believe them because people say it over and over and over and over. Right. Okay. All right. So babe, back to a, a text here before I, I do want to do this. So back to the story in Henrietta and, and the sex craziness and the sex criminals and all this kind of stuff. This listener here is, is giving us a website that we can, we can go onto and search records to see and it's oscn.net slash dockets slash search anyway you can you can go on the oscn.net network and you can uh, you can look that stuff up parents need to know and you can you can look that stuff up okay okay thank you sir appreciate that Okay, dokies. All right. What do we got? 838. Can take another break. We'll come right back. We got more. Don't go anywhere. We got a little special 
commercial for you right here because it's single de Mayo. Twenty minutes until nine o'clock, and then it's Tradio with Tricia. Don't miss that. She's buying, trading, selling over there every weekday. And I'm only doing the program uh, typically Tuesday, Wednesday, and um, Friday. Next week, I'm going to do another attempt to do that. I will be traveling. I'm going to, um, if I have cell service, I'm going to be down in the, in the sticks a little bit. But I'm going to do my best to do a Tuesday, Wednesday show for you next week. We'll see what happens. He don't never know, man. It could be happening. It may be not happening. It depends. Okay. This is awesome. I, I'm going to try to play this for you. Hopefully, it doesn't feed back on me. And if it does, we'll just talk about it. Let's see. What, are you ready? Okay, here we go. Nothing. Hang on. Try this one. <laughs> is it not working? It's terrible. Everything is not working today. Okay, okay. This is... Uh, that was going to be, uh, I'm going to, I tell you what, I'm going to try one more thing. Cause I do want you to hear this is, uh, what's her name? Oh, she used to be on Fox blonde headed gal. What's her name? You know what I'm talking about, don't you? Of course you do. You guys are smart. Uh, Megan. No, it's the Megan. Anyway, you know who this is. Oh, dead air. Okay, thanks, Trisha. I'm talking with the <coughs> mute button on. I was muted that whole time. Thank you. God, if I wouldn't have had a, a text from Trisha, I'd still be talking to myself. I was I was trying to play you a little clip from the blonde uh, gal that used to be on Fox. It, it's Megan. Is it Megan? Something Megan or Megan? You know who I'm talking about. Now she's got her own, I don't know, what she do, internet show? She was on Good Morning America or Good Morning something. Now she got fired anyway. She's pretty sharp. She's a good reporter. That's that's kind of the point. She was talking about Fox. And it's, unbelievably, they've, they've lost. She says the prime time, the evening hours, have all lost. They've, they've lost two-thirds of their viewers. Two-thirds. She went down a whole, all the ratings on, uh, from, you know, like Tucker on down and Hannity and Gutfeld and the whole, all the rest of them. Is it McCain? Megan, who? Megan McCain. No, no, not Megan McCain. No, it's not it. It's not it. it Kelly, Megan Kelly. That's who it is. Megan Kelly. Remember her? That's who it is. Anyway, she's talking about Fox News has lost two thirds of their viewers in the evening. And that is who pays the bills, man. Megan Kelly, there's somebody. Thank you. Can you imagine? I'm telling you, man, that is uh, that's suicide right there. Two thirds. That's massive. And uh, they've just gone down the way of Bud Light, haven't they? Bud Light sales down twenty six percent. He, f around and find out. That's what they did. By gosh, they're finding out. <clears throat> okay, what do we have? More weirdness out there. New York Post is telling about a story. There's a trans, another trans, there's trans stories all the time. It's trans lifeguard is applying to be a lifeguard. Okay. They're actually not a lifeguard yet. They're trying to become a lifeguard and they are, they consider themselves trans. Now this is a biological female. Okay. It's hard to keep up with what's what. And so I guess 
she's claiming to be a man. So she's a trans man or something. But she's actually biological female. So they're doing this (laughs) lifeguard uh, tryouts. And so there's parents and little children at the pool. And uh, this is in the... It's in Jacksonville. And um, for whatever reason, this gal just takes off her top and goes topless at one of the public pools. And like I said, she's a biological female who now identifies as a male, but hasn't had any top surgery yet to remove those breasts. They're still there in all of their glory, and she's now parading around all these children and the parents. And, of course, some of the parents are not too happy about that, as you might imagine. (laughs) And some of the people, the progressives, just can't understand it because, well, she identifies as a man. (laughs) She just hadn't had the old surgery to remove the babies yet. You guys need to settle down. You see how crazy these people are? They're literally insane. They think that this is okay and it needs to be respected and whatever somebody identifies as, and you have to play along. And that's the weirdness of it all. It's like, you know, it's it's not enough for them to just pretend to live in whatever world they want to pretend to be in. Which is, I think, most of it would be say, okay, you're if you're an adult and you want to pretend to be rabbit. Or whatever, good on you. You're go ahead, but don't expect us to play along in your stupid game. And that's where they, that's where they do. They know you must play along, and you must call me a rabbit. And my pronouns, you must must call me by. Or they want to put you in prison now. They want to jail you for not playing along in their games. Literally, the Bud Light. Dude, Dylan Mulvaney came out and said that the people that misgender him keep calling him a dude. <laughs> He's not too happy about being called a dude. He's trying to become a girl, and he's not a girl, and he's being called a dude all the time, and he doesn't like it. He thinks people like that should be put in prison. And I'm telling you, the way we are going, depending on who we put in to rule over us, and right now that's not doing, we're not looking too good on that deal. It's going to happen. You missed, already you'll, you can lose your job and you know get all that stuff happening. Lose your bank account. <laughs> and the direction this country is going, that's just the way it is. And anyway, hopefully we'll never get that far, but it, I don't know. <laughs> okay, what else is happening in the world of news down in Mexico? The Chinese are selling a Mexican drug cartels, a industrial press to press pills into fentanyl pills. Can you believe this right now? It's true. China is selling industrial pill press equipment to the cartels to turn powdered fentanyl into pills to, uh, for the Mexican cartels to sell to the homies up here in the United States. Over 70,000 people died of drug overdoses involving fentanyl in the United States in 2021. I heard it was more like 100,000. It's one of the leading causes of death among men in our country. And uh, it's China selling pill presses to the cartels. It's one of the problems. The uh, article says we just seized over 200 pill presses at a warehouse in L.A. came directly from China. 
Wow. Well, I don't know. We, we got those open borders, though, because we're so compassionate. The border, speaking of the border crisis, chaos. Uh, there's another story from Justin News. Border chaos eroding CBP and ICE morale. Watchdog warns agency practices are unsustainable. And Title 42 is running out uh, next week on May 11th. So there's a massive surge happening down at the border. Even now, they're they're lining up more and more and more because um, the Title 42 is going away. And as you can imagine, could you try to imagine yourself being a, an agent down there working this border thing and your government is working against you? They don't have your back, man. They're working, they're working against you. <laughs> it's like, I feel for those people, man. I could not even imagine that kind of a situation. That's not good. And it's a disaster. It, it is, And it's all on the Bidens, man. It's all on the Biden administration. And you know what else, people? It's on you, okay? <laughs> I'm just thinking about this. Back to the people again. You, you, you people that voted for this guy and this administration and they're, they're thinking, this is what happens when you put these kind of people in power. Of course, I'm not talking to you because none of you people voted for this bonehead. I, I know better than that. I mean, you guys are smarter than that. But the people put in place, and now they want to do it again. I saw this morning an interview on MSNBC with some Democratic top dog in the DNC. And they're like, we're not going to have any primary debate for the Democrats, not going to do it. I mean, so what's his name? Oh, Marlboro, Marlboro guy. What is his name? He was talking about Bobby Kennedy Jr. He's like, well, man, he's getting, he's already at 19%. He's, he's, he's got, he's got some chance, got some legs here and he's just getting started. No, we're not giving any, anybody, any, we're not giving, because they, obviously they know you can't put Joe Biden on a stage with Bobby Kennedy Jr. Right? Can you imagine the disaster, the slaughter that would be? And they know this, of course, because Biden is in, in he's in senile. He's he's lost his mind. And so there will be no debates on the on the uh that side over there. They're gonna bring old Biden right back for another term, man. Shocking. Think about that. I mean, look at look at America. Two and a half years later from, from Trump, how's it going? Anybody out there think it's better? No. It's not better. It's not better, people. And yes, Marty points out, we got Chinese nationalists coming across the border. All these military-aged Chinese people. We talked to one of the senators on here about it the other day. I think it was Lankford. I can't remember which one it was. Like, what's up with all these these Chinese dudes coming across the border down there? It's no bueno. It's no bueno. You people, <laughs> your Democrat friends out there, put this this stuff in place. It's, I'm, it, I don't know. Hell, you can vote. You can vote. You can vote. I I don't know. We people are just questioning out. Does our vote even matter? Does it count? And we have to continue to vote, though. We can't get so apathetic that we don't vote because then we completely lose. Even if we, you know, however much it matters, I don't know, but we still got to keep voting. 
Got to do her. North Carolina, speaking of voting, the North Carolina Supreme Court's allowing the legislature to require ID to vote, and the entire Democratic Party is losing their, their uh, over it. They're cheating. We all know they're cheating. They know they're cheating, and the outbursts like this just confirm that they're cheating. When they, when they cannot stand for you to have to prove who you are to vote, well, then the, the Democrats lose it because <laughs> they can't win. If they have to play fair, it's not fair to have to play fair. We can't be doing that. Okay, what else? What else is out there worth talking about, Megan Kelly? You, that's the person who was. Here's some uh, Berkeley scholar, Berkeley College in California. Everybody knows Berkeley. And here's a story from Fox News. Berkeley academic Elizabeth Hoover declares she will put away my dance regalia, ribbon skirts, moccasins, and native jewelry amid alleged revelations about her true ancestry. This lady, who was a professor at Berkeley, has been pretending to be a Native American for many moons now. <laughs> but uh, some new revelations have come out to the public. She's not a native at all. She's just a whitey. And so she's uh, apologizing for being a white person who has incorrectly identified as native my whole life. <laughs> I don't know if she's friends with Elizabeth uh, Warren or not, but, uh, you know, I'm thinking about this story a little bit. It, it's like we need some massive affirmation out there for the, for the world, for the public. For, people are just not comfortable in their own skin, you know, and that's sad. It's really sad because God created everybody perfectly. He, he just did. I mean, I know you think I'm not perfect, but I am, okay? Let's just get that on out there. I'm, I am perfectly made and, you know, just knitted together in my mother's womb. My God. And um, so, however, whatever, you know, and I got some, you know, I mean, I, I like to be thinner. I like to have some more, you know, things like, you know, different, but hey, I am what I am. I got to get used to it and just be okay with it. And we have to be good in our own skin, people. And it's sad that we're not. And we have kids now. I mean, the whole goofy societies that trying to teach kids that you're, well, mommy, I think I'm a boy. Well, you're not. Okay. We have to affirm our children in everything about them, right? Affirm their height and their weight and their sex and their everything about them. And their race, you know, you don't have to apologize for being white or whatever color you might be. It's, it's how God wanted it to be. And so whatever it is, it's perfect. And we need to have Global Affirmation Day. <laughs> am I, am I, you see what I'm saying? People are, they, they, they so they all, we all want to be something else. Men want to be girls and girls want to be men and <laughs> Whites want to be blacks, blacks maybe want to be whites, and on and on and on it goes. Like, why can't we just be be who we are? You be comfortable in our own skin, and and that may take some practice, it may take some work. I mean, I, I get it, but uh, we gotta we gotta get better. Anyways, uh, I digress a little bit. Got a little bit of preachy right there. A little preachy. Is it Berkeley <laughs> apologizing? Oops, sorry about that. Oh, here's the Hokel story right here. There's the story. I knew I had it up here somewhere about the, the, the gas stoves and all that up in New York State. 
Unbelievable. Um, right. I was looking at some of these numbers, how much the bills are going up for New Yorkans. It's amazing. Anyway, I won't read it. I've already talked about the story now. So that's old news right there. Did you see this? Former Olympic gold medalist dies suddenly at age 32. Gold medalist. Tori Bowie died at her Florida home this past week, age 32. They haven't revealed the cause yet of death. <coughs> Excuse me. Having a little spell right there. They come and go. But it's probably probably the clot shot. You know, we don't know yet, but lots of lots of that happening out there. There's so much more about all that too. COVID, there was a study that came out, and it's now clear that the risks from the jab are causing all kind of vision uh, issues uh, two years after the vaccination. Risk assessment of retinal vascular occlusion. And so on and so forth. Anyway, lots lots of vision issues going on with the uh, with the clot shot, among other things. Uh, devastating, <clears throat> and uh, just so much more. Here's a dude. He's a former vice president at Pfizer. His name is Dr. Mike Yeadon, and he is out there, man, warning people. He says we're in the middle of the biggest crime in history. It's global. It has the intent of control, removing everybody's freedom, and will involve killing further millions. Oh, goodness. Excuse me. If not billions, it is long planned. And again, he's former uh, former dude at uh, Pfizer, vice president. He was way up there. And he's, he's not anymore. He's out there spreading the truth, trying to help people, and that's great. That's going to do it for this show. It's, it's about time for Tradio with Tricia. I love you people, and I appreciate you uh, participating and, and dealing with me through the program today. Y'all have a fantastic weekend. We'll see you next week. Happy Cinco de Mayo.